Welcome to In Our Words, Black Entrepreneurs Speak Wisconsin. The mission of this podcast is to provide a more holistic understanding of the African-American entrepreneur in the state of Wisconsin. Specifically, we seek to gain in-depth understanding regarding challenges faced and overcome by black business owners, while also providing success stories and strategies implemented along the way that has helped grow their business startup and growth resources. All right, all right, all right. We back for another one of NR Words podcast. We have some special guests for y'all today. But before we get to that, uh, we're concluding Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, my people. Happy Black History Month. And uh, before we begin, it's important that we give space for the trailblazers who've paved the way for us to be here as entrepreneurs and business owners. So um, that's great. And like I said, we have some special guests. We have uh, Miss Brandy Iberia, owner and CEO of Luminosity Media Group, located here in Milwaukee. We have Miss Tasha Greenleaf, owner of Urban Culture Arts, located in the Green Bay area. We have some great conversations for y'all today, and I just hope that everyone is um, ready to really tap into Black Girl Magic, um, the arts, and uh, business marketing and growth. And so we're gonna we're gonna really talk about some things that we need to uh, um, conversate about as a community and as a group, you know. And uh, it's just a pleasure to be um, in this space with such. Um, established black women and uh, to really be able to highlight y'all voices within y'all business ventures. So let's just jump right into it. Um, let's. I'm going to start with you, Brandy. Who 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 is Brandy Iberia? Ooh, that's a loaded question for us. <laughs> we out the gate. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Ray John, for having me uh, on. You know, in our words, I love that because especially in the society that we live in, we don't get to express ourselves in our words. We have to. Express ourselves how society wants us to express ourselves, be it in an office or a boardroom, be it just walking into a, a store or what have you. And so to have a platform like this where I can be me. I'm here for it. And so the question, that was my way of, of kind of getting around what the question is, because who is I? Uh, Brandy Iberia Austin. Um, goodness, I am a connector. Uh, I am a um I'm an inspirator. Uh, you, you're not going to leave my presence without getting a little bit of inspiration. <laughs> um, but, you know, technically, a lot of times when, pe when people ask you who you are, we, we try to connect to what we do. And that's the easiest way to do it. And so in that, in that sense, if we're talking about what I do, I am a singer. I'm a songwriter, a bass player. I think we talked about that's where I started. And then, you know, I, I'm a graduate from Howard University. So it just kind of depends on, on what you want to know about me. I'm a business owner over nine years, Luminosity Media Group started as Luminosity Entertainment, then Luminosity Enterprises, and now Luminosity Media Group, where we specialize in uh, social media marketing, uh, e-marketing, and branding, PR, and all everything connected to media in some form. Um, and then also, you know, I have a heart for um, for faith, you know, and so uh, uh, everything I do is usually connected to my faith in some way. So on top of all that, y'all, I'm a whole minister. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm a minister, but I do unconventional ministry, right? And so with Saved in the City Christian Network that a lot of people have heard of, um, you know, it's out of the box, uh, unconventional Christian content. And so it's all of these moving pieces. Um, I'm, I'm sure my sister will probably be able to relate as a woman. We wear many hats, you know, so whether it's, you know, we're in the boardroom or at home taking care of our families, we do all of those things. So in a little bit of a nutshell, 
that's who Brandy Austin. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned something that I, I really want to highlight there. You said you went to how you're a graduate of Howard yeah. University at HBCU, correct? Hey, yeah. HBCU. So, so like, is that where it all began for you? Or no, it began. I was I was in my mother's womb. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> you know, you know, the thing is, everybody's always looking for the beginning, and it begins when it begins, and it all it's all a part of the story. And so, and I guess let me before I, I go in in terms of what began. Is, what what were you asking specifically? Um, I, I guess my question was where where does it all begin for you? Your okay. business ventures, oh, or yeah. just the idea that you wanted to become an entrepreneur? Oh, where, I love that. When did that when does that idea kind of click and like sure. this is what I want to do? Again, again, it really was a part of the process, and I think I kind of told you, kind of mentioned that to you. My initial thought uh, was what I wanted to become was a singer. Right. And a lot of times our thought in terms of entrepreneurship or just in in what we become is what we see before us. My daddy was a singer bass player. Right. That's who I saw. My mom was, um, you know, she was an artist in her own right. You know, she did poetry. She was a culty dancer. She also was a speaker. So these are the things that are modeled before us. So a lot of times the first thing that we see is what we become until we are exposed to more. Right. So because this is what I was exposed to in school, I went to Milwaukee High School of the Arts. I went to Roosevelt Middle School of the Arts artistry, music. This was what I was going to be. When I went to Howard, I studied music. So this was all a part of the path of what I saw. I didn't decide to get into marketing until after I graduated, significantly, uh, a significant amount of years after I graduated. In 2008, no, 2006, I came back to Milwaukee. And um, and it's a long story <laughs> prior to that, but 2006, I came back to Milwaukee and I started doing music. And I said, you know what, if I'm going to be here in Milwaukee, because I'd lived in Atlanta, I lived in California. I was a professional musician. I came back to Milwaukee. I said, OK, God, if I'm going to be here, <laughs> I need to be able to do something with my music. And so I didn't know that my music was going to lead me to marketing. So what happened was I started to do my own event events. I started to do uh, to do my own marketing, doing my own graphics. And people started to ask me, well, Brandy, uh, who who does your stuff? And I was like, well, I do. <laughs> and so then people said, well, could you do it for me? So it, it, it wasn't like I'm going to be this marketer. It literally started with I'm doing it for me. I was doing it well. People said, OK, well, could you do it for me? And so then it's, it started to grow. And I was like, oh, this is a business. And so a few years after that, I became an LLC. And my warm market initially was artist. And so I would do promotion, I would do graphic, I would do marketing for artists. And then when I learned the pattern, you know, just like with any bass player, when you're learning, when you play the bass, it really is just about patterns and rhythm. And once I learned the pattern for marketing, uh, even for the artists, I said, oh, this is the same pattern that I could use for small business owners. Right. And so now all I was really doing was playing the bass. This is what I was saying. It's not really connected to what you do. Right. It's, it's about what the effect is after you do it. And so that being said, and then I'm a hush because we need well, I want to no, hear about ahead. my sister. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> that's some good. That's OK. And so, yeah. So then I went I went through that. I said, OK, you know what? Um, I can do this for small businesses. And so I was like, okay, you know what? So I started doing the same thing I was doing for these artists, for small business business owners. And so it started to grow. And I started working with Hubie and Abraham Law Offices and so on and so forth. And I said, you know what? I want to be able to stomp with the big dogs. I don't want to just be able to get, you know, Roscoe from around the way. No shade to anybody named Roscoe. Uh, <laughs> but 
I want to be able to sit at boardroom. So I went back and got my MBA with a concentration in marketing. And so I said, okay, now I can I can uh, meet somebody where they, you know, at uh, a beginner level and I can sit with the corporate offices and do what I need to do. And it's just expanded from mm. there. Yep. I think, I think something super important for what yeah. you're saying is that you started somewhere and you really didn't, it's not that you didn't know where it was going to take right. you, but as you continue to grow, more things and more avenues are created as you continue so to grow for sure. So be open, yeah. be open to how your, your, your initial plan, you need to make the plan, mm-hmm. right? But be open to how it morphs and changes and evolves. Yep. And we're going to, we're going to tap back into that yeah. conversation a little bit later in the conversation, but I'm going to transition over here to my, my good friend, Tasha, Tasha, we're going to, I'm going to ask you the same question. Who is Tasha Greenleaf? Well, as she said, we wear a lot of different hats. Um, and um, another thing, so it's like I already want to tap into a lot of the things that she said. Tap, girl. Tap. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I started, where I started at had nothing to do with art. I started yeah. as an accountant. I got my bachelor's in accounting. But um, as I just started off doing what I love, which is, is basically entertaining people, um, my friends is what pushed me. They pushed me into doing um, art. And like I said, I... Um, I own Urban Cultural Arts. It started off as a paint and sip, but now a paint and sip is just a small portion of what we do there. Um, we turned that paint and sip into an art and event center and um, working with the kids. That, that was my big opening, working with the kids and then the um, retirement homes and things like that started to reach out to me. And that just gave me a different love for what I do. Now I'm, I'm doing what I really love, which is helping kids, helping people, you know, putting smiles on people's faces. And then that just kind of pushed me into a different direction. So now this um, painting set where we're just art is now um, is just an all-around culture center. Of course, we reach out to our people. You know, we're trying to reach out to our youth, our, um, find ways to connect with the young boys and the young girls in the community. Of course, African-American, but we're not excluding any other race as well. We got... Um, um, uh, different um, situ- different events going on at, at the center where we're learning about different cultures, um, different everything. We got art, poetry, comedy, and we just ventured so far away from where we started that we actually have a whole um, cultural center now mm-hmm. in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned before, you're the owner of Urban Culture and Arts in the Green Bay area. Mm-hmm. Where so like right now you're the owner of that business, but where does it where does it all begin for you before even that business began? Like where do, where does where does the conversation around I want to be a business owner and entrepreneur begin for you? Uh like I said, it that began in in accounting for me. I had mm-hmm. a um LMG and Associates. I had my own accounting firm first. And uh, while I was doing that, I was still working full time. I still work full time now. Um, as an accountant for a manufacturing business. So I'm, I'm still, you know, I got all these hats that I'm wearing, but it didn't start in art. It started at, at, at the law firm, for me, at the accounting firm for me. So, and it's just um, being open to where life took me. It That's just, it. It, it, I just flowed in different directions. And now I find myself the owner of a cultural center that's really doing big things for the community, opening doors, bringing people in that I never thought that I would even connect with. You know, in a community in great ways. Yeah. So, so you both you both have mentioned a couple of times wearing a different hats and doing different ventures and having different entities within your business um, life. Um, so I guess this is, we're going to open this this conversation up a little bit more. So within all of that and wearing so many different hats um, and doing so many things on an everyday basis, you know, what's changed for you mentally, physically, spiritually within your life, and how do you how do you balance the 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 all of that into one and continue pushing forward. 
Man, everything has changed for me. Yeah. Everything from the way that I deal with people, talk to people, the way that I move, the way that everything, my work life, uh, everything has changed because it's not about me anymore. You know, it, it, mm. it, at first, everything was kind of um, centered around my kids. You know, everything I did, I did it for my kids so that my kids can have a better life. And then um, situations just, just changed that for me. So it's not even just about my kids anymore. It's about... Um, us as a culture, as a community, you know, and how we can affect people, how we can touch people, how we can um, make differences in people's lives, you know, all around. You learn as you go. That's that, and that's what and 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 for me, that's been expansion in so many different areas. You know, I you know I, I used to think that I had a prayer life until I decided I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Okay, and these chat and no, and I still need to pay rent. Okay, yes. and I still need to do these things. And I didn't have a set, you know, uh, check coming in every week because I think I I officially left corporate America in probably twenty. Ah, goodness, I can't even recall. Maybe twenty ten. 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. And I was like, okay, are we doing it? Or, you know, and so the bills still have to be paid, you know. And so now, so my faith is expanding, you know, and now my prayer life is, is expanding. I'm meeting new people. And that's the thing. When you first take that leap, it's scary, you know, because most, because the society is set to say, no, this is what you have to do. Yeah, I'm so scared and to take that leap. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's scary. It's time. But, but you find your tribe enough. on the other side. And so there's a there. I, I don't know if you've had Shantina Gladney on just yet, um, but she is an amazing individual. And I remember when I decided to take that leap, it wasn't alone. It was actually 22 business owners and we all launched our businesses at the same time. Oh, wow. And we were all in this one building together. We all had our little offices trying to make it happen. And what one thing that Shantina said, she said that we can be in business for ourselves, but we don't have to be in business by ourselves. Right. Because although I don't have my, my normal co-workers, I still have other like minded people. And if we can get out of the mentality of, oh, she going to take my idea mm -hmm. or he, you know, he don't. I don't know what, you know, it's a crab is in a bucket mentality. You got to know that there's that you don't have competition. The only competition truly is yourself. And when you can move into that space, then you can start to connect with people that you're like, oh, I could share this or I could do that. And so it's been a really amazing journey and learning along the way. Ups, downs bruises and triumphs mm -hmm. and you you mentioned you mentioned um it's it's been a, an amazing journey and you have to i i, I specifically love you ha you're only in competition with yourself because a lot of times we 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 think that that we have to be somebody for other people right and that that leads me to my next question is um this this whole podcast is about authenticity, you know, and what does authenticity look like for you and how is important for you to be authentic and show up as authentic in your work and be yourself at all times? It's very, very important. Um, one thing that people say that they they see in me is my passion and and they only get that when I'm comfortable being myself. You know, and it's like passion. That's something that, that everybody keeps throwing at me. Passion, passion, passion. And I just be so nervous when I'll be talking that half the time. I don't even feel like I'm getting my point across. But when I get through talking, they just gravitate towards me like, yes, I love you. I love what you do. I love your passion. It's just like, okay, well, I said something right. Right. But it's, it's important, that, but again, because you, you're just being you, yeah, right? So right. That's, that, that's the authenticity that we're talking about. And now for me, being in media, not just behind the scenes, I'm also in, on, in, on the, uh, in front of the camera or on the radio or on a podcast, you know. So for me, showing up as my authentic self 
is super important because this this can potentially affect your following, right? If 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 I show up like this on this podcast and then somebody meets me in the grocery store and I'm not the same energy, I'm losing <laughs> followers. Oh, yes, I seen Iberia, she blah blah blah. And that's that ain't it yeah. doesn't matter if you're on a microphone. That's just in general. If yeah. I see you at work and then you're different. So you gotta show up as your authentic self. Stop with the imposter syndrome. We keep trying to show up like everybody else because we think, oh, he sounds fly when he say this or she sound cute when she say that but at some point the mask gotta come off right so you're gonna be better off just being you that's right? the part that I love the most about um ownership you know yeah. when I walk into my building I know that I'm I can be myself when people walk into my building they come for me they come for my I energy so I have to bring it you know even when I'm having nobody a bad compete day with, compete with that though yeah nobody right. can compete with you being you yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. I guess I guess the next I mean what I really want to make sure is we get, we get into is as, you know, we we on this converse, in this conversation right now, we're talking to two black women. I think that that's very important to to uh highlight there. And as African American women, what is it like owning i think you said like they, you know they're coming to this business for me then it, it's a whole different feeling coming into my business because i know i own this business what is that what is that feeling like owning and operating a business in your respected communities well okay i'll go ahead and go i mean there it feels great yeah. <laughs> it does you know it, it definitely feels amazing because i get to call the shots it can also be overwhelming uh, self-care is important because, again, you if I do show up a, a certain way, then this is the expectation, but I'm still human, which means there's sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm just not feeling well, you know, but people still expect a certain delivery, especially being that I am a, a public figure figure or a personality. Um, and so, you know, but so you have to understand and, and learn those boundaries within yourself so that I can show up and pour, you know, because the thing is what we can't do is pour from an empty well. Right. So it's super important for me to take that time of self-care so I can continue to show up as people expect me to. But overall, it's, it's been an, a, a really great experience. It, it's, it's difficult at times. Um, you know, see, but the thing is, I've always been a little bit separated. So even before I got into my business as me being a band leader, not so not just being a musician, but literally leading a band. I was I, I was Iberia and Soul City. Right. So me being a woman in a male dominated are, <laughs> you know, where you got uh, men band leaders and I'm trying to lead a slew of male musicians. You know, everybody either wanted to get with me if I could be transparent <laughs> or um, or they, they they wanted to downplay what I was saying you know so I had to carry myself in a certain way where there was respect you know where they you know they knew that this was a bit like even before I got into marketing uh, me being a musician that was my business a lot of times people don't understand that as an artist you are your own business and so again I had to show up be authentic back to that point um, and it, it was glory on the other side when you could get through the tough times what does it feel like for you, Tasha? Like it feels amazing. Just, just um, the whole the energy in the room, the just yeah. walking in there and knowing that you did this. You know, every day is growing. Every day I walk in a building, something is different. You know, but um, I have an amazing team that I work with. That's just that they're just all about the growth and and everything that I stand for. And they just want to be a part. But everybody, everybody that walks in the door, they just they want to be a part of us. They want to be a part of what's going on. And that just lets me know that what we're doing is is good. What we're doing is getting out there and it's, it, it makes people want to, to do better, to, mm. to do good things. And it's just an amazing feeling knowing that that's something that I brought to the table. 
it is life giving to have something in your mind mm. that I want to see and then for it to manifest. Like that's crazy. Like you mean I literally just thought about I want to do this event or I want to create <laughs> this podcast. So I got to give a shout out to uh, Elsie Flanard, Podcast Town, the mayor. Uh, he actually is the the one that got me into podcasting a long time ago and um, one of the main sponsors of a of a podcast that I have called Marketing with Black Girl Magic. Mm-hmm. Really really dope podcast. But again, these are all ideas. These are just all in our minds, right? And then it's like, oh, it's real. Yeah. Oh, people are actually paying to hear or to <laughs> do. Like, it, it's, it's really mind-boggling. Um, but the thing is, once you get a taste of it, even when it's hard, you can't go back. You really can't go back to just the norm. You are completely unplugged from the matrix. <laughs> so let's, let's dive into a conversation around the younger generation yeah. and, and inspiring them, right? So speaking to... A young, um, speaking to your younger self or speaking to a, a, another young black woman who is looking to, um, you know, start a business, but she doesn't know how to begin or she just doesn't know if she if that's what she wants to do. Speaking to her, what advice and business advice or business advice would you give to that person or to your younger self um, to 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 do that? What advice would you give to that that young girl? Um, I think I would just probably Tell them, ask what you like. Ask questions first. What do you like to do? What makes you smile? What What could you do that won't feel like a job? You know, that you won't mind getting up and doing every day. That's what you should tap into. A lot of people think that, you know, we, we look into corporate America for what we want to be when we grow up. You know, when in reality, there's nobody really want to work for nobody. You know, you always want to do what you want to do on your own. But we're just not, not wired that way. So I will probably tap into what you like to do. Uh, that's another reason why we bring so many different forms of art, because everybody is an artist in their own way. You just got to tap into what you're good at. You know, everybody has that special talent that they have. So we got to find a way to get in there and tap into it, especially with our youth, because if, if we can catch them early, then imagine what they can be with that talent when they get 35 or 40 years old, and they can, you know, be master musicians on these big Broadway stages. You know, but a lot of us don't re- really realize what we want to be until we've already been something else for so long that, you know, now we're at a different stage of our lives trying to make our dreams come true. So I would try to tap into those type of things while they're young to try to mold them. And that's actually what we're trying to do now. That's yeah. we're, we're doing like a mentoring type, type of program at the at the building trying to tap into what these kids are going to do when at 17, 18, because now they're, they're getting ready to be pushed out into the world. And a lot of them don't have no idea. They're kind of scared, you know. If you think about back where we were, when we were 17, 18, it's, I know I'm not doing what I thought I was going to do at that age, so. Wow, and it's, it's possible. That's that's probably one of the things that I would say. It's possible. Yeah, anything. W- whatever that thing is that they want to do, it is absolutely possible. But then I would probably kind of go deeper and, 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 and tell them not to despise the process. Somebody ought to get that in here. Okay, despite you. Y'all felt that preacher come out of here? I was about to say, uh, wait, say, it, say it again. Hey, say, that, say it one more time for despise him. Despise not the process. I'm saying because the thing is, uh, the other thing that I do is I, I help open doors to employment for people who have disabilities and, and want to get jobs. And so a lot of things, like I get a lot of the dreamers. 
I want to do this. I want to do that. Despise not the price. You ain't never even held a job before. Don't despise yeah. having a job now because that's going to teach you. See, the thing It'll is, it's, right, it's nothing wrong with having a job. It's the mindset while you have the job. What do you have the job for? What is the job going to do? Are you saving? Yeah. Right? You know, it's all of that process. And the, th the thing is, um, so if you do have to get a job and you'd say, you know, I want to get into, I want to have my own financial planning company in the future. So work for a financial company. See how they work. See the ins and outs. It's okay to work for somebody. At some point, you got to be, uh, you got to be able to be a student. Right. And you should never lose that student mentality because we're all level leveling up. At some point, my ceiling is your floor. <laughs> at one point, my floor is your ceiling, and we're all doing that. And so, um, again, yes, anything is possible, but don't forget that there is a process to it. I want to ask a question, and I, I really just um, do this in the middle of our podcast, and I just need a yes or no. Um, so you, you talk about process. Yeah. If you were able to start over again and take yourself back to a spot where maybe you think that you could have changed, would you go back and change it? No regrets. There are things I learned from it. And honestly, I wouldn't be who I am today without exactly. every piece of it. Exactly. Every ugly, beautiful, <laughs> nasty, just like, girl, who, who did you think you was? <laughs> I love every piece of me. Yeah, no, no changing. Okay. No, All right. Definitely not. So we're going we gonna to transition into this world that we're currently living in. Yeah, obviously, we're living in a world where connection is not happening because everyone's at home and... Um, you know, there's a crazy virus going around, I guess. It's the middle of a pandemic, yeah. you know, to say the least. Um, how, you know, how has, you know, the pandemic affected your business, if it has at all? And um, uh, tell me about that experience so far this, over these past couple of years. It's been positive for me only because my industry is social media <laughs> and virtual the virtual world. So um, the, I think the, um, the, the challenge was the fact that a lot of people had to transition to this virtual world and they didn't know. So I said, okay, I, I always believe that, you know, God makes us an answer. Like we're the answer to somebody's question, to somebody's need, to somebody's desire. And so I was like, okay, well, let me become the answer. And so what I, one of the things I did with one of my partners, we, we created a, uh, a virtual meeting uh, uh, training that people could plug into, the people that are trying to get jobs, but they can't even get to the interview because they don't know how to turn on the Zoom, right? And so it, it caused me to be innovative um, and to fill in the gap. It caused me to pull on that creativity, and I'm sure you can speak to that too, being creative. Um, and so for me, it, it I honestly, I didn't feel that drop. The, I think the only thing, I think the difference was the fear from other people in the in in learning something new and then trying to and then also the cutting back cuz some other people now they had to cut back their marketing services but I found ways to be innovative. It's it's been very positive for me too actually honestly. It it gave me the time that I needed to actually um make things happen in a in a timely manner where I didn't have to rush things. So um I was able to go virtual with a lot of my my um programs yeah. and events that I was having. Um I was able to reach more people. Um, without having to actually be present, so um, that was that was a great a great thing for me. So um, yeah, actually, I think that's actually probably what helped me get it was to where kind I of a am. Benefit, like, yeah, it was. I, I can't say yeah, I can't yeah. say that that I had ne no no <laughs> negative impact from COVID, positive. And I know people are probably like what? But. Yeah, I get it, but I think it's a dip because we're already in a different mindset. I think when you know you have where it's the, a standard job. 
you know, then if they say, okay, well, we got to lay off all these people or we got to shut down because of COVID, we can still keep going. Right. You know, we can still keep moving. And so, but it require people to think outside the box. And if you're not used to doing that, then you're, you're still in the place of waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. And so I think that's the difference. I think you'll probably hear the similarities from a lot of entrepreneurs, not maybe necessarily the ones with the hardcore, the brick and mortars. I think you have one though, but you know, whereas that, you know, certain product based, I think might have been a little more challenging uh, than those that are service based. But looking, for, you know, people were looking for things to do inside during yeah, COVID. Yeah. So that that took off. Um, that helped my business take off virtually. So now when everybody's looking for something to do, it's like, hey, here I am. Hey, why don't you paint with me? You know, we're gonna right, do this I virtually, and I here I go with a hundred people class virtually. See? So it, it was good. And then I still, you know, had the, the opportunity to be at home with my kids. You know, they sitting at the table over there painting with me. So it was it was great. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah oh, definitely it, a win-win. So within this, within this, y'all, y'all, I think perspective is always important to mention because, like, it's a tough time for a lot of people. But it's been, you know, if you change your perspective to see the positives within Absolutely. the negatives, right. you, you can see that there's a lot of people and a lot of people actually trying to invest in businesses, yeah. specifically black-owned businesses um, throughout oh, this yeah. time. Uh, so speaking directly to decision makers and people actively expanding their support to black-owned businesses, how can you know people within leadership roles or you know they have you know money to be able to um, support more how can they effectively engage and support you in, within your business uh, reach out um, a lot of the, the 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 grants and things like that that's out here we don't even know about you know it's like you have to be in the secret society to really even get that kind of access to, to the funding that's out here and I keep hearing it's so much funding out here so much funding it's like well help us because like I say a lot of the people that that's working for me and with me we're pretty much doing a lot of volunteer work so yeah I can't just leave my job job right now because a lot of my job is paying for my dreams you know, so we, we got bills to pay. We got inventory to keep up. And um, a lot of that other income that I'm bringing in is helping with a lot of that. But if we have funding from other sources, especially for the things that we're doing with these kids, they are loving it. It is so beneficial for them. Then, you know, that will, that will really help us. I um I was gonna say I was so let's make sure before you go we connect on Facebook because I because I'm a part of this group where I mean it's so many grants that they be dropping I mean like yeah, Lord it's so many so much, it's so much it's like you gotta be in the I mean there was one black market you really don't I mean you know it's really just about doing things like this. so it's Rajon people like Rajon mm -hmm. creating these platforms for connection we don't know because we don't know you know and so I mean I'm telling you once you get play you probably gonna want to remove yourself from group you get we get so many grants you know and there was one yesterday the JLH uh. Uh, JL, JLH fund. Um, and I think it stands for something holiday, but anyhow, they're giving, they have like a million plus dollars to give away. And then, and I actually know at least five people that got 50,000 wow. from the, just the last, the last uh, time they did it, you know? And I mean, these are people that are very tangible to me. One, one sister had a yoga studio. Another guy is creating an app, you know? And so it was, and they are looking to fund black people, specifically black women. And so it's there. I think the other thing too, um, and you said like, what can they do? I mean, for some of them, they're, they're doing what they can do. It's out there. I think really the question is, what what do we have to do as individuals to get plugged in? Listen, y'all, Google is your friend. Don't. Where is the money? Like, you ain't got to wait on nobody. Like, uh, black funders in Milwaukee. 
like put it in the Google, look for it, connect to these groups on social media. I think that's the other thing because I'm so connected to social media. So those groups on LinkedIn, on Facebook, I'm telling you, you it doesn't have to be all about the drama. You really can come up if you're connected to the right folks. And we do have a I was gonna say that's that's basically it. It's all in who you know. Yeah, it comes yeah. down to who you know. True, true. Well, you know the right one. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tap into what you just said right there, right now. But we do have a private Facebook group for Black entrepreneurs and business owners called, um, in our words, um, Black Entrepreneurs Speak on Facebook. So if you are a Black business owner, or entrepreneur, please go tap in and join that group as we continue to grow it. Because that's exactly what we're we're doing there is um, providing space for you to um, share your business venture, your business ventures, events, and things and uh, possible resources sources that are going out into the community so go tap into that but um as you what what you just said is who you know so a lot of times i think a lot of people get into business and they think that i could do this by myself type of mindset how tell me about how you strategically network and what does that look like for you personally and how important is that for you to to you for you to grow your business networking is very important um i haven't figured out the exact tool to do that with so um again my partners they go out they do the community um, engagement for me and they once they get them in a the building then I got them so they I just got to get them in a the building so um, the personalities that we have that I have on my team are just awesome and they they're really people person they go to all of the the it things and okay. functions that's going on in the community and let them know what we have going on in the community and then um, that's basically how we network of course um, social media we do a lot of that I try to manage a lot of that but um, as far as the footwork and the street stuff you know um, I got my team that helps me with that. Well, I kind of said it in the beginning how I even started with launching with 22 business owners. So, and then it's, uh, and I, I didn't, some people would disagree, but I never burn a bridge. Even if I don't want to cross that bridge again, <laughs> I don't burn it. You know, I might put a gate up, but you know, <laughs> I don't burn a bridge because, you know, you just never know when that person may come down the gate again or, or, you know, I may have, even if I don't want to work with them, you know, you got to be able to separate that personal for business. You know, if it comes down to it and we both can win, okay, let's put our differences aside and let's get this, you know, when it comes down to it. So I'm always open um, to meeting new people and I'm all, always open to business. Uh, building sustainable relationships. So I think outside of that, um, again, is just connecting to to the different groups, like I said, on social media and not being afraid to ask for what I need. You know, so if it's if I if it's someone I want to book on my podcast, I use my social media. Hey, I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. And you'll be surprised. This person connects to that person, connects to this person, connects to that person. And then I show up. That's the other thing, too. A lot of times we get invited to stuff and we just don't even show up. I show up. I, you know, I, you know, if I see that the, at least the person is, is offering something of value, I'm going to show up. And I'm not just going to show up. I'm going to show up. I'm giving 100 percent. I do that. Right. A lot right. I we do up. that. Yeah. Right. I, I'm into a lot of the groups and um like the chamber right i get a lot of i do a lot of networking there um anything that has to do with businesses or um, mentoring or different groups that i can kind of get in i i I do show up to those absolutely events and And i think the 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 next level of it because initially you know it was just connecting is okay why am i here am i just because it's the networking event what do i want do i want them grants who do I need to talk to for right. them grants? Do I want, you know, whatever it is that I'm looking 
for being very intentional about it too makes it make sense for you. So mm-hmm. really good. And you mentioned the word intention, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. How how important is it for you to be intentional with who you keep around you? Let's talk social circle Ooh. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, let's talk about who you keep around <laughs> you and uh, how you're being intentional with um, your support system and the circle that you have within your um, grasp of influence. Well, I'm very intentional when it comes to, to my circle because um, energy is everything. And I have, I can honestly say that I have surrounded myself now with people that, that wants to see me go. They wants to see me at the top. And failure or stopping or even slowing down is not even an option for me. Because when I slow down, they're there. They're like, uh-uh, Tasha, we got something to do. Let's get this done. And as long as you surround yourself with the right people that's constantly pouring into your cup, even when you don't have much support back because you be so trained or, you know, time is something that I just don't have a lot of now. And, you know, if you got the wrong people around you that just don't understand it, you know, they take it personal. Like you just don't want to be bothered or you being (laughs) antisocial. And it's just like, man, you just don't have you have no idea what my days look like. I, I want to be there for you while you're going through this. But I have so many other obligations that just doesn't allow me to be there like I would have been there you know back in the day and so um your support system your surroundings the people that you allow to to, to take your energy or your time mm-hmm. is so important to who you are and um who you're going to become because that stuff is draining you had the wrong wrong people around you they drain your energy from you and then now you know you 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 have to be present somewhere where you've just been, you know, yeah. you in gotta a try to build community. up community. Yeah. Again, after, yeah. So, yes, no, you, that's I'm, very I'm with that too, in terms of the, the energy piece. It really is, is very important who I have around me. I'm very intentional about those people. They are people that celebrate me. Yes. They are people that are excited that I'm in the room. Yes. <laughs> I mean, every time, I mean, like, I literally need it, you know, and so, and again, we need everybody in some sense, but when it comes down, to is you know if you can you see me can I can I show you myself um, even when I'm I'm not at my strongest and you still support me and I think the other thing I'll say too is you got to know where to put people you know and just because they're not in your confidential close circle doesn't mean they're still not in your circle so I usually break people down into three three sections so you're either a confidant a constituent or a comrade right and so I can go into a whole message about that but I won't <laughs> okay <laughs> but what it comes down to is so and just because you're a comrade, Comrade doesn't mean that you're not valuable, you know, as valuable as the person that's confidential. So you got to know how those people move so that you're not. Now I'm, I'm, I'm offended with my constituent because I was treating them like a confidant. They mm-hmm. wasn't ever supposed to be the one that I told all my business right. to. Right. And so you got to understand that. But you won't know that until you really get to know you. Right. And so that's the process that you got to work on. I used to have a saying, uh, never give a dying friend a dollar worth of information. So you have to. Can you say it again real quick? (laughs) Rewind that. Never give a dying friend a dollar worth of information. Mm. Because it's kind of like you knew what they can hold when you gave them. You know, enough for their cup to overflow. Unless you wanted to go to the grave, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you got to kind of take that with you throughout your whole life with all your business and personal um, endeavors. Let's talk about mentorship real quick. You know, who's mentored you two? Is is anyone? You know, are they of color or um, how are you intentional with there within mentorship? Well, um, <laughs> I I do I do, and um, my mentorship kind of came out of the blue. Um, I noticed you had Chris on the show, 
Yeah, his wife was one one that I um actually him and his wife I reached out to. Shout out um, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They are some um some awesome, you know, and they she has a lot of things going on to her uh with her. So um she's 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 mentored me a lot. A lot of people don't know that. They probably don't even know that I know her, you know, but she is definitely one of those people that when I'm just about to lose my mind and don't know what to do or who to talk to, you know, I'll call her and she she's there. So I'm in a, a new, uh, it's evolving. You know, sometimes there was a mentor I had on certain levels, and then there's, and then it's, it, it's changed. Um, sometimes people are seasonal. Um, there are some specific people that I look up to. And I think the other thing for to, that some people that are listening can take away is that your mentor doesn't always have to be tangible. Like, your mentor really could be someone that you're just watching and modeling yourself after. It could be, you know, it could be celebrity status or just someone that you saw and you're like, I like how they move, you know. And so, and that sense you know uh, if I tangibly I would say Pastor Melvin Henderson is one of my mentors my mama yes, definitely. <laughs> she is absolutely I mean Mima's gourmet delight she's a whole entrepreneur in her own right you know so just modeling after her she absolutely is a mentor to me but also I look up to uh, people like T.D. Jakes and believe it or not from a music stand Beyonce <laughs> like, I <was> like <laughs> the sister grinds so it's really weird I always say I'm a little bit of a mix of Beyonce T.D. Jakes and Oprah Winfrey. It's a very strange <laughs> table, but it literally speaks to kind of how I move, for sure. Yeah. I have a lot of different um, people that, that pour into me. Um, we have a lot of um, pillow talk conversations. Yeah. You know, those those um, be those talks that I need. Um, like you say, my mom and dad, they've yeah. always, they, they pour into me too. Um, my friends, they... You know, they. I have different people that I go to for different different problems or different situations that I'm going through, and um, I know where to get what I need. Yeah. You know, when I'm so different people for different sections, I guess. Yeah, definitely, and that's that's real, and that's and it's super authentic. And I just want to, um, you know, kind of go over a lot of things that we talked about today. We talked about being intentional. Uh, we talked about setting boundaries. We talked about networking. Uh, what does success look like? Personal identity. Um, and we, right now, I think a lot of uh, full circle thing is just a celebration of life, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, really, really appreciating, you know, the journey of who we are and how we've gotten to who we, who we are now. Um, because I think a lot of times people don't understand within entrepreneurship, it can be very challenging. And, um, you know, you, sometimes you can lose yourself or you can lose who you may thought you were in the beginning, you know, yeah. and things change. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, this is the whole that was the whole platform for this thing is authenticity to telling your story and being able to say, you know, I've, I've, I have this journey. I've done this. I've, I've experienced this challenge. But look at me now. You know, and you both, you women came here today glowing. Um, you know, you you were nervous, but look about right. you know, easy, 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 easy. I'm sitting yeah, here like, that. I'm sitting here like nervous. What? Where? <laughs> nervous? What? I didn't feel anything. I'm over here more nervous to be in this space with y'all. You know, this it's been it is 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 awesome. Um, we're gonna kind of get to the end here, so I want I want to be able to um, give you space to um, you know if if there's anything you want to say or mention right now, you know, uh, you know, talk to somebody specifically out people out um give you space to do that right now or you know just um like you know i know we talk about aspiring the youth you know speak to a young lady maybe or that you want to give some further advice to 
I'll go ahead and jump in. And I speak to young ladies and young men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm very open to that. A lot of times people will do that with, when it comes down to women. Is that, okay, speak to the ladies. Like, no, like, I got something. Like, and that's not for everybody. Some people, no, it's good. Mm-hmm. No, um, some people, you know, really do have a call to women. And But I'm, I'm really called to just people who, who, who want to do something bigger. And so one of the things that I, you know, especially thinking about the title of this um, podcast, um, In Our Own Words, what, what comes to mind right away is that I am truly, and this has been a quote that we've heard before, I am truly my ancestors' wildest dreams. And when I sit in that, it's just amazing just thinking about, especially Black History Month, what they do what they had to survive, what they had to go through to get from the middle passage uh, to, to America and, and, and then, and then live and survive. And I just try to think about uh, big mama and all of these other people that, you know, maybe their hope was just to, to make it to the next day and look at me owning a business. Wow. Like how powerful that is. Right. And so what it comes down to as if you're going to start a business, wherever you are, Get to the core of what's your why. Like, why Why are you doing what you do? And one of my, I don't have children. Um, and, and so one of my reasons is really just to, uh, to live out that dream that my grandmother couldn't. You know, or that my, or, or she didn't get to that point. But she, she can because when I show up in a room, so do they. That is the beautiful thing about it. And so, and so if nothing else, hopefully that inspires someone to realize that it is bigger than you, right? And so this is why you got to do it. This is why you have to say yes to that thing that is pulling on your heart saying there's something more that you have to do. Wow, you are good. Thank you. You know, I've been doing it before. How could I follow that? I can't follow that. You got to be authentically you. You Authentically. Uh, one thing that screams to me is, yes, you can. My son, this morning, you know, um, we had these bracelets that someone gave to us just at the at the uh, gas station on our way um, out of town last week. And it had all of the um, black leaders on there. And Obama was one. And on it, it said, yes, you can. So this morning, he comes to me, and he's like, Mom, yes, you can. What does that mean? You know, what? why Why is this on here? And my first thought was, do you know who that is? He was like, yeah, it's... Dude, yes, you can. No, that's President Obama. That was your first black president. Yeah. And what that means is that, yes, you can. You Yes, you can do anything that you want to do. Uh, what do you want to be? You know, do you want to be a president? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to be, you can be that. You know, yeah. people... People used to think that um, you really can't. You know, they say you can be anything you want to be, but... Um, some people, they set limitations for themselves. And it's hard for you to overcome an obstacle that you've put there for yourself, you know. Um, so, yes, you can. Whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to be, wherever it is that you want to go, um, yes, you can. You can do that. And us as black people need to get out there and, yes. and tap into that and go as far as, as your mind can take you. And even when you get there, as she said, that's the bottom. That's the first step of the next set of, set of stairs. Yeah. So you just got to keep going. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I love the keep going part, so I'm going to tap into that. But before, as we get close on our podcast today, on In Our Words podcast, I want to be able to make sure that the viewers and listeners are able to find you too. Um, so let them um, know how they can tap into the social networks or um, what, you know where your business is. And, uh, yeah, and let them know how they can find you. Okay, well, um, we're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, Urban Cultural Arts, Green Bay, uh, on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, same as LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, we're at uh, Urban Cultural Arts, uh, www.urbanculturalarts.com. And um, that should be, 
where you can find me. My name is Tasha Greenleaf. I am very, you know, open and welcoming to everyone. So you can you can hit me there too. Every time we say Greenleaf, I just think that was my favorite show. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, you guys have been absolutely amazing yes, um, yes. being a part of this um, this um, opportunity to to speak um, uh, in our own words, right? Yes. <laughs> so again, I'm Brandy Iberia, Brandy Iberia Austin. You can find me on any social media platform. Just search Brandy Iberia or Iberia. That's I B E. Uh, I-B-E-R-I-A um, In terms of my company and my business Of Luminosity Media Group You can go to www.luminosityent.com Or if you want to tap into the ministry side Then you can go to www.savedandthecitycn.com uh, Again, that's Saved in the City www.savedandthecitycn.com Yes, yes, go tap in with these ladies They are doing some amazing work in the community and uh, definitely if you're looking for anything involving their business ventures please go tap into them but as we close on um, this podcast and the month of February Black History Month it is important that we honor and highlight the Black Trailblazers who've paved the way again for this conversation for this space and opportunity to be free of restrictions and limitation as a community and as a country you know we are black entrepreneurs of Wisconsin and our voices and experiences matter we are essential to the economic growth and development of this state it is important to and it's an honor to share space with such prominent entrepreneurs um and learn more holistically holistically about you um it is important that we continue to be you know being role models um, for our youth and community members a lot of times we look for outside support when everything we need and all the information we need is right here um sharing our stories inspires many provi providing physical proof that is possible no matter who you are where you're from tasha you said it before don't stop keep going and just with that being said again this is real this is authentic this is in our words podcast we out